and welcome to the sanctuary a safe space to speak from the heart i'm your host israel and my guest today is an artist someone i've been really really looking forward to having the sanctuary jed bennett thank you so much for coming to the sanctuary today thank you for having me i'm so happy to be here mm. bright and early i'm loving it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just played your song damned yesterday so i'm gonna start with that um what was the what was the story behind the song and how did you get the song made um i wrote it like four years ago which is it's a long time mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh the inspiration behind it was uh i was noticing a pattern of when i started a relationship with someone they would like come on too strong or they would they would be more into it than I was in the beginning and I didn't really understand why at the time Uh, but and uh and I just started noticing that and it was like well I can't really say I feel the same way because it's awkward and I can't really not say I can't really say that I do feel the same way and lie so it's kind of the the point of the song is like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't Mm -hmm. so but that can apply to like a bajillion other situations but that's what the song was inspired by Mm. yeah that's where damned came from yeah and you wrote it four years ago so uh what was the process from then till when it was released um i recorded it like a year and a half ago um with josh kelly uh he's a producer he's also known as dj dollar he was like a big dj for a while um and uh he's amazing by the way so talented and we recorded it in his studio it took a very long time to get it exactly how i wanted it why and then um because i'm a perfectionist <laughs> i like i want things to be perfect i'm so weird like that um so yeah it took a while to get it perfect and um and yeah, and then the pandemic hit, um, and I wasn't really sure about releasing music yet, but I don't know. I was just like, whatever, I'm going to put it out there and see how it's received, and and I'm glad it's finally out. My mom has been bugging me about it, so <laughs> she's very happy. <laughs> yeah, your mom is right, because it's a really, really nice song. Um, there's a slight change in the, your style of music we damned. Like, was that deliberate? It wasn't deliberate. I am a multi-genre artist, I would say. Like, the other artists I would compare myself to would be, like, not in terms of talent, but in terms of the fact that they do all genres would be, like, Ed Sheeran. Like, he does, he does like, hip-hop-inspired music. He does, like, folk music. He does just pure pop music, ballads. Like, he's all over the place, right? Mm. Like, Gaelic, Celtic-inspired music sometimes. Uh, like, he's all over the place. And that's, I feel like that's me. Like, I love to explore and do all different types of genres because I don't like to be put in a box, basically. Mm. So, Damned is just part of me expanding my box, we'll say. <laughs> <laughs> I just love to sing whatever. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Ed Sheeran that does, like, the crazy tweets? Maybe it's not him. Maybe it's not him. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. There's... I don't know anything about him. Other than yeah, there's like, but wait, he did that one video where he jumped naked into the sea at the end, right? Or something? I think I so. Know. Uh, wait, is he the one that sings You're Beautiful, right? 
No, that's James Blunt. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ed Sheeran is the the other one that has these crazy streams on He's a redhead. Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. James Blunt He looks like Ron Weasley. Yeah, yeah. James Blunt if if you want to laugh, right, that's the person you should check. James Blunt's Twitter page is crazy. Like, I don't know if he's the real person behind it, but yeah, he's he's yeah. He's rude. That's <laughs> he's rude? Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He says the darnest things and I don't know if the one that runs this thing. Anyway, so I sometimes I mean so Ed Sheeran is the shape of you want, right? Yes, 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 yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. So, cause like, okay, makes sense now, cause you always have like a different flow. Even when you are performing, there's this thing mm, about your set that's like you don't know what you're gonna get, but you know it's gonna be great. <laughs> I like that. Aww. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I so should put that in. How like, did you the tagline of my shows? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Um, how did you get into music? How did I get into music? Um, mm. I was kind of born into it. My uh, parents both play. My mom is a singer as well. Um, so apparently when I was uh, in the womb, I was kicking to the beat when she was in, because uh, she sang in bands while she was pregnant with me. So that's how I got into music. <laughs> 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 okay. But yeah. Um so yeah, I was just born into it and I started singing when I was really young and I kept kept singing. I was in like bands in the high school and stuff like that and then yeah, it's just kind of been a continuous thing throughout my entire life. <laughs> From being a fetus. <laughs> From that point. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay, so yeah, you're born to it. You're in this in this musical family, everyone is singing. Um, you know, it's just what you do, but at what time did it become, okay, this is what I would like to do? Um, yeah, I wasn't sure for a really long time that I wanted to pursue music, like, beyond just for fun. Um, until, probably until my, like, early 20s, like, 22, 23, I just left university, so I was just like, I need something to do. <laughs> I'm not feeling this uh, college thing. So I um, so I just realized that my passion is music and I just love writing music and I love performing so much. So that was kind of the point where I realized I wanted to pursue music professionally and, and try to, you know, make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was the steep. Uh, what, what are some of the steps you decided to take? I started recording my music. That was a big step. It took me a long time to want to invest in myself like that because I don't know if you know, you probably know, it's extremely expensive to record music. It's so expensive. And it's it's hard to get that off the ground um, to be at a point in your life where you're like, okay, I want to put thousands of dollars into this, you know? Obviously, there's grants and stuff like that, but, you know, the, to get to a certain point, even to apply for a grant, to want to get a grant, you kind of have to put yourself out there and, and invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was the point where I started really doing that. Yeah. Also my thing with grants is like, man, it's kind of like, you know, pulling that thing in the casino from the one I abandoned. Yeah. 
You don't know when you're going to get what. And there's really no rhyme or reason, right? Like, you might write the best grant in your life, have grant consultants, and they've written, like, oh my God, I did this, I've done this, I've did this, and this is a sample of what the song is going to look like. And like, nope, you don't get it. And then, you know, you might ask for a reason why, and they'll be like, I don't know, some shitty reason. And then the, yeah. the next time you're like, oh, the the deadline is like tomorrow. You just write something today. You don't, it's like whatever. And then you get it. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait. What What is happening? So, yeah, we grant, sure you might get it, but like, I don't, I don't know. There's like no formula to it. I think, personally, I don't think there's any formula to it. It's just like a, also, you know, it's like there's this small pot and there's this many people going for that pot, right? So Exactly. There's so many different factors, which is like funny because factor is like the main grant writer. <laughs> the, the main grant giver yeah, in yeah. Canada for music yeah. is factor. There's so many different factors. <laughs> yeah. Um and a lot of it is like how many people are applying and like what they're looking for mm. and like what their priorities are and blah blah blah. And it changes all the time, which is why it feels like the formula. Is changing yeah it is. Like it is. So, you're definitely right there. sometimes it's like that film where those kids have to kill each other um oh we... <laughs> hunger games what the hunger games yes yes games, exactly right? it's like that you know you have to kill each other and the widow will get yes. the pot or something anyway um yeah That's so funny. so you <laughs> it was when you started putting kind of your hard-earned money behind your talent i was like okay this is real stuff now but let's jump back a yeah. bit though i didn't talk about your writing um i mean yeah you grew up in a musical family but at what at what time did you start writing i started writing when i was like 15 mm -hmm. um basically i didn't write anything until i learned how to play an instrument because it's kind of awkward to write music without knowing how to play an instrument oh. so i learned how to play guitar first and then i was playing covers for a while and just trying to figure out what i'm doing and then uh and then i just started naturally writing music i was really inspired by uh, a lot of people will say this about me this is like the number one thing people say about me is that i'm obsessed with taylor swift um so i was really inspired by her because she was writing her own music and she was young she, she was my age she was like a couple years older than me but she was young girl writing her own music and i was really inspired by that because a lot of pop stars when mm -hmm. i was growing up weren't really that involved in their music mm. so it sort of inspired me to just sit in my bedroom and like just play and and just put it on paper and see what happens and it took me a long time to get good at it obviously but i that was really when i started mm. um writing was around 15 16 and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm guessing you will know a bit about this since you're a Taylor Swift fan. Um, <laughs> what is like? So she's like re recording an album. What was the story there? She um, signed a record deal when she was 15 with Scott Borchetta, who was the um, owner of Big Machine Records, and they basically in the contract they were to retain the ownership of her masters after she recorded the album like she and she wasn't given the opportunity to get those back like those masters are somebody else's now then they, they then sold it to a um, private equity firm who is owned by 
an enemy of hers, Scott Borsh, not Scott Borsh, Scooter, sorry, Scott and Scooter, I get them mixed up. Anyway, <laughs> basically she doesn't own her music, so she wanted to re-record them because her new label will allow her to own her masters. She's basically going to like license the right to them, but she still owns them. Yeah. So um, so that's why she's re-recording. What now happens though, like, I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm just not going to play those old versions or what? I think a lot of people won't because they support her. They want to play the versions that she um, that she owns oh, because okay because to support her and to support her decision to own her own music. I feel like a lot of people won't really play their old music. Mm. I just I I'm a part of a lot of online Taylor Swift fandoms and just based off of the people on there, none of them are interested in the older versions anymore. They want to play the new stuff. Like they want to support her fully. So mm-hmm. I think that a lot of artists are gonna see that and realize, damn, I could do that too. And <laughs> you're gonna see a lot of re recordings come out. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's gonna happen. She's starting a trend. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, because I wasn't sure what that was about. Like, okay, cool. That makes sense. Um, and then, and then you start writing songs, you know, and then when did you start performing? Was it your own songs or was it all covers? At the beginning, it was all covers. Um, in my high school band, we only played covers, which was, yeah, I, I definitely wanted to be singing originals and writing more originals at the time. Like, but I think we were all you know, just scared little teenagers who didn't really know what to do. So I think that was part of it. But I didn't really start performing. Like I performed covers and like other people's music for a long time. Like I love performing as a child and all that and as a teenager, but I didn't start performing my own music probably until after I left uh, high school. And <laughs> when I started really getting into writing my own music, like, well, that was when I started performing my own music. Mm. I definitely prefer it. I mean, I do love a good cover. Don't get me wrong. It's really fun seeing people sing along and like drunkenly sway and spill the beer and all that. Love that. But <laughs> it doesn't really compare to like somebody connecting with your music as you perform it. Like that's a, that's a whole other vibe. Mm. For sure. What was our first song? Uh, do you remember the first song you wrote what it was about? Yeah. <laughs> oh God. It's a terrible song. It was like a stupid, like, this person doesn't like me, so I'm going to write a song about how sad I am. Like, it was completely <laughs> dumb. I, I cringe at it now because it's, like, so cringy. But, yeah, I unfortunately remember. I wish I didn't. <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> it was called Maybe. Oh. That's not a bad Maybe. title. I do remember that. It's not a bad title, but it was a bad song. <laughs> Just believe me on that. It was, it was bad. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, yeah, and um, do you remember the first song you recorded? Yeah, the well, I started um, the first song I recorded well, let's say, is <laughs> August. What um, do you mean by well? Because I tried, there was a phase where I was like trying to record myself and I thought it was so yeah. cool. It was really bad. <laughs> So we can just ignore that. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I suck. I'm terrible at recording myself. Oh, okay. Because I, I was about to say, a, a lot of people do that. Record themselves and just put it on Spotify and all that jazz. I I can't do it. <laughs> I'm, again, a perfectionist. So I just don't, I don't like doing that and i like i don't have the time or energy to learn so i'm just like i feel like i'm like an old person trying to learn a computer i'm just like where's 
what's the right click? Where's the start <laughs> button? Like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. So I just, I don't really mess with it. Right now I'm recording like vocals for somebody, for a classical composer who is doing an EP for herself and she's looking for a vocalist like to feature. So I'm sending her just like raw vocals and she's doing all the hard stuff. So that's fine. I'm okay with that. But like trying to figure out basically how to produce your own music from your house. Like, I don't know how people do it. Like I can't. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think some of them either went to school for it or have a friend or have like, you know, it's like their job or or just follow YouTube videos, I guess. Uh, and use plugins. I don't have or time for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I have a job. I, I can't. I can't do that. But yeah, no. It's yeah. I admire people who do though. That's incredible. Mm. Okay, so it was August. I remember August also. Like I, I like it. See, August and Damned are two different songs. Like you know, and they're like you have different to sides know- of the same coin, basically. Hey, <laughs> you're like okay. Uh, that voice kind of sounds uh, familiar. Why, why, why do you, you know? Okay, so like Taylor Swift, I don't. I mean, she's a fan and stuff, but I think she just sings a type of song, right? She doesn't, you know, go from genre to genre. Why do you do that? Um, because I am a fan of so many different artists from so many different genres, and I feel like all of that inspired me to sing in various different ways and i just don't like to again i'm not somebody who likes to be in a box like i just love to just sing whatever i want write whatever i want do whatever vibe i want like i'm somebody who yes i listen to taylor swift but i also like listen to hip-hop and like rap music and i love working with rappers like i love to do everything like i also love edm like i recorded mm. an edm song like before like i'm i'm obsessed with just music in general so i don't like to mm. limit myself so that's the main reason. Yeah. I'm not saying that Taylor does, but I think that she's trying to be more. She's she's very business minded. Which I'm trying to be too, but like she's extremely business minded, where she knows that she has to sort of stay in one lane to continue on her path, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Like I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, no, but it's a good thing you mentioned EDM because yeah, um, well, and trance and stuff. I think some of the best vocalists like I know are. Uh, do like you know drop their vocals on either like super awesome trans songs or super awesome edm songs and and like you know it's like oh you hear these beats and you're dancing to it and then this person sings and you kind of well personally kind of forget the beat and be like who is this person singing so it's always nice when i'm like oh man most of those people you like then i go online and try to find and they don't have a song they just have this one song yeah. that they sang for this one DJ, and I hate that. I hate that. It's like, yeah. what are you doing with your voice, man? Sing more songs. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Right? Anyway, I'll, I'll just <laughs> going on a tangent there. I hate it. So, no. Uh, like, this is this, a safe this... space. You can go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, um, there's this group I like, Above and Beyond. They're so good. And then they always sing with this one lady zoe something i suck at last name so anyway she's really good but like i think she's only had one maybe ep or something of hers and but like she's so good and she's done i'm thinking most of the above and beyond songs i really really like she's on it like she's she's just that good 
anyway so you know you did awesome. august and then um you took took a break and then was there any songs between august and damn that you recorded that i recorded um no uh trying to think uh no there's not um because studios were closed to be fair and again i i can't do it from home so <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i definitely want to get back in the studio terribly so like i really do but um so, i have no plans to right now but i definitely really want to very soon but let's talk about let's talk about damned again like from okay so you've written this song years ago and like okay i'm set to record uh and you know you're perfectionist so from the very first time of like recording you know you go into the studio to the very last time you get the mastered version of the song how long was it it was like five months six months maybe wow five six months and like yeah it's a long time the very day you... august was the same wow, way wow that's it that that's a long time anyway anyway but like um what things would happen in those five months I would also perform on the weekends and stuff like that. Here's the thing. Like, yes, I love to perform. I want to pursue music professionally, but I also got to pay the rent. So, like, I have a day job, right? So, I work Monday to Friday yeah. for eight hours a day, usually, like, weird hours. So, like, studios, I can't really go to the studio during the week, which is why it takes me a long time because I only usually can fit it in maybe, like, oh. once a week to go in for, like, three oh, okay. hours. Okay, I see, so, I see, I see. That's yeah. why it takes me a long time because I'm like, I don't just sit around all day. Like I, you know, I got stuff to do. So, like that's why <laughs> I feel like it's a lot easier okay. to like be to bang out an album in like a month when you don't have anything else to do. If that makes sense. Mm, mm, mm. So, but like when you're in the studio, how long do you usually spend there? Three hours, like max, was what I was doing because I couldn't. Because they're not open on the weekends typically, right? So yeah. I would usually be able to fit it in like once a week to go for three hours. And that was okay. the most I could do. And like so, the instrumentals, I would love to change that, but yeah, Sorry, the, the instrumentals for Damned, like when you're writing it, I'm guessing you're writing with your guitar, right? But like when the song is done, it has drums and all these things inside. Is that where uh, Josh Kelly comes in, or like how is that co collaboration work? with actually creating the music for the song. Yeah, um, Josh did a lot of the instrumentation like on his computer, but also my friend Robert Luer, who is a um, keyboardist, he did a lot of the sounds that you hear on Dan, like the wow, wow, that was his like keyboard. It has like this like little wah pad thing where you would play a note and go wow. It was, ah, sorry, that's a weird noise to make. I apologize. No, no, no. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a distinct noise in the song. Yeah. Like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But he made that. So he definitely helped produce in a lot of ways, too, because his keyboard did a bunch of stuff that I would love mm. to describe to you. Like, I know what I'm talking about, but I have no idea. But he did a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and it sounds amazing. He did a great job. So. Thank yeah, you, it sounds freaking great. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's uh definitely going to be a heavy rotation on the Off Kilter show. That's for sure, because it's really Yay. nice. 
I, I love it. I love it. I, I've been playing it since I got it. And, and like, you know, I like that it's out everywhere, Spotify and stuff. Let's let's go to Spotify. Um, How do you feel? Like, I, I don't, you know, like um that social media and, you know, just being active online is really important now when it comes to being an artist. I hate it. I, I hate it so much. I am not like somebody who likes to put themselves out there that much when it comes to social media. Like I'm not on it 24-7. And but being an artist you have to be, so I am on it 24-7, but I don't like it. Um mm. I it's not how I would choose to operate, um, for sure, but it's like you said, it's definitely like that's how things work now. You like you have to be Constantly posting, constantly putting out new content, mm. constantly keeping it, keeping people engaged online, doing all of the marketing that, you know, before when you were to sign to a record label or something like they would handle all of that. Now you're doing it mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah. But that yeah. allows other people. It allows you to sort of break into the music industry on your own without being, you know, something that a record label wants, which is beneficial as well. So it's it's a. Double-edged sword. Let's mm. put it that way. Mm. <laughs> um, and your, you boy, you know, your Instagram isn't isn't. I mean, you have like some music thing here. You have some things to your partner, and then you have some some style playing, uh, some videos of you playing your guitar. So yeah, you're not doing as bad as you make it seem. I just hate it. I'm not saying I'm terrible, <laughs> like, but yeah, I just hate it. <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> um and like okay so when it comes to performing what's your process um i don't know why but i always have a mini freak out right before <laughs> just, just a little you've been doing I this thing like, for years and years oh right now I know, it's so silly. It'll be like five people. I'll be like, oh my God, they're going to hate me. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, I feel fine. Once I actually start singing, all of that is gone. It's mm. just like, I feel like a lot of artists say this. <laughs> like, it's just all the nerves, all of the cares, worries, whatever. It's just like, I'm singing to you and you're vibing. And like, that's, that's, that feels good. Mm. So all of that is gone. Mm. But the process of going to perform is like, it's yeah, it's definitely it's always nerve wracking to me. I don't know why, but that's part of why I love it because it's like feelings, you know. It's good, <laughs> feels mm. good to put yourself out there and sing for people. So it's always great, but it's definitely, um, it's a process. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. And and then with your writing, what's the process there? I usually like before I would like play chords and um sort of see what happens on my guitar but lately for the past like year two years maybe i've started just like writing down things on my phone like in my voice notes whenever i want to so i could be like just like sitting working um watching tv or whatever and then something could come spark and i could just type it into my phone and then later i'll go back to it with my guitar and then like write a melody to it or change around the words and that that lately that's been my process and i really enjoy that because you can sort of get inspiration 
wherever. I actually got that idea from Taylor Swift because she would be like hanging out with her friends. This is how she described her process. And she would like go in a corner and like record herself like singing a line of melody and, and uh, a lyric that she thought of. Which That is a little weird. Not going to lie. But I will, you know, just type it into my notes like what I'm the idea that I had or whatever. That's a little bit more discreet. So that's what I do. <laughs> when, you type, when you type the words down, does it come with a melody or what? Um, not right away, always. I guess it depends on if I'm alone, then I'll like sing the melody to myself and mm. I'll usually remember it or somewhat. Um, but if I'm like with other people, then I'm not going to like start humming to myself. <laughs> I mean, I could, but you know, it would be a little strange. Uh, for so the melody would come later in that instance. So it really depends on the situation. Mm, yeah. Writing music is hard, man. And like people make it seem it easy. It is hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it is. Uh, and, and then music keeps coming out every day. So how do you like carve this space for yourself? I mean, just even in Halifax, right? There's so many people that sing, sing well. How do you say, okay, this is me. This is Jay Bennett. Yeah. Um, it's, well, I mean, I think the community tries to like support each other as much as they can, but at the same time you have to do you and focus on yourself. So you do what you can for other people, for supporting them, going to their shows, listening to their music, all that. But at the same time, you also have to make time for yourself, which is a balance for sure. It is difficult um, to do that. But for me, like we're all unique and we all stand out our own way. Mm -hmm. um, even though we're all, it's not really a competition. It's more about like, just, we all want to get to the top. Let's help each other raise our um, careers together. So that's, I think that's more of the vibe in Halifax. Like everybody I've ever talked to, any artist I've ever talked to has been super cool, super nice. So yeah. Mm. I hope that answers your okay. question. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, and then, then one thing you do that you don't really talk much about is height requirement. <laughs> yes. So yeah, how did you how how did that start, and how long have you been in the band, and what is the story behind the name? Because that's so unique. It is. Yeah. Um, Height Requirement is an 80s band, 80s cover band that I'm in. Um, and uh, we've, we're kind of on like a hiatus right now. We haven't played since the summer. So hopefully we're going to get back into it soon. But um, the name comes from the guys in the band. Like before I joined, a good chunk of them are very short. Um, so they would play, they would practice in a basement that had really low ceilings. So there was like a height requirement to be in the band because <laughs> if you were too tall, you couldn't couldn't come practice so that's where the name comes from hilarious. but yeah i've been in the band for like four years how did you get to join um i joined this uh website called band mix i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's like a online musician portal basically where you put in like what you do so like you say you're a singer you play acoustic guitar you play drums whatever you you put it on your profile and then people who are looking for certain musician will come find you or vice versa oh. so that's how they found me and and i auditioned and yeah it was it's been great they're the nicest guys in the entire world like 
there's like <laughs> among women in the music industry, like, you know, there's really good guys and there's really terrible ones. Like it's it's hard to there's no in between. They're really nice. They're the good ones. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I love them. They're amazing. Um and I call them my five dads. <laughs> <laughs> um so like it's only eighty songs to sing and son, that's it. Only 80 songs. We're talking about potentially um, becoming like a decades band. So like you can hire us to do like an 80s night or a 70s night or like a oh. 2000s night or 90s night. Like we're, we're talking about possibly doing that, which would be really fun. It'd be a lot of material, yeah. but it'd be really fun. <laughs> That's a lot of work, though. <clears throat> it is a lot of work, but it would yeah, be Yeah, because it's like it's a so band band. It's or not like you're playing... Idea. Yeah, exactly, but it's, it's not like you're playing backing music. You're actually playing the instruments and stuff. So you, there's a lot of rehearsals involved to get it right where you want it to be. And then you have to plan the set for the night. And then you have to play that 20 million times before the night. And then the night, you have to play it again. That's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot of work, which is why we're taking a break. We're all just kind of, like, tired because mm. um, we do... Because everybody in my band is so uh, in high requirement, is so professional, and so they're also perfectionists. So <laughs> it is a lot of work because we do want it to be perfect. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, we're all just kind of like taking a break and figuring out what our next step is mm. right now. Mm. But hopefully, you'll see high requirements soon. They'll be. We'll be back at it soon, hopefully. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's talk. You know, you kind of mentioned this earlier, where you you'd you'd recorded that, but you had to put it back because of the pandemic. What are some of the other things that COVID nineteen made you have to push back, and how was last year for you? Um, COVID made it impossible to perform pretty much for a long time, which is a huge part of what I do. So that was really hard mm. to reconcile with. Like I tried doing some live shows, but like, it's not the same. You're playing to a screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. Wasn't a fan. So, I mean, that was a huge, huge difference. Um, just not being able to connect with people in general in the same way that you normally would. So that's why social media, another reason why social media is a lot more important now than it was before, because that's your only way of connecting with, with your fans, with music. And it's, it's just so bizarre. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really hard for me. Yeah, the pandemic is rough. I mean, it is rough. It's still happening. Um, and it's I'm like an extrovert. I love socializing. Ah. I love talking to people. I love, I miss being in the office at like work, like my day job. Like I miss that so much. I just... Yeah, it really affected me because I just wanted to be around people all the time still. And I was just like, but I can't. Why? Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Yeah, really yeah, yeah. Last year was a really trying one. But, I, you know, I, I always, in my whole thing, I always try to look at the bright side of everything, even though it can be annoying sometimes. But I think on the bright side of that, it was, it is good to be living in one of the safest places on the planet uh, where, where this is all even in Canada, like Nova Scotia is super safe yeah. relatively compared to m most places in the world. So I was like, you know, I'm thankful for that. Um, something that really doesn't come up, uh, you know, when you talk to people or, or, or just like interviews and stuff is that you are actually indigenous and like, 
do people ever have this shocked reaction when that becomes a topic or yeah i mean it's it's a really weirdly common thing for people when you tell them you're indigenous or when you tell them anything and then they'll tell you what they'll say you don't look like it that's the first thing that they want to say and then they'll say you look like these other nationalities it's so funny to me i'm just like but why are you telling me this i'm not those nationalities why are you saying that they'll be like oh you look greek it's like okay so that's probably the most common reaction i'm just like sure but other than that i mean nobody's like outwardly rude about it or anything for the most part um but yeah it's it's bizarre (laughs) that that's like i feel like it's really common for a lot of people of color like people will sort of project their own uh, ideas of what it is to be whatever you are. And that's always an unfortunate interaction Mm. that most people have to deal with, like myself. So Mm. is it? Does that? uh, Yeah, it does. It does. It does. Um, But like, does it in any way influence the music you make? My music? Hmm. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying like, you does, you know, you being indigenous affect your music or influence your music in any way? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's just, it's part of who I am. So I, uh, I, I've written songs about like the environment and things like that. Um, it's really important to me, like protecting water and like protecting the planet is sort of an indigenous position a lot of like inextricably linked for sure um so yeah it's definitely influenced my music and just in a lot of different ways for sure Mm, okay yeah no thanks for sharing that um i'm gonna let you go with this question uh what are some things you have planned coming up um i plan on releasing a song like a song soon with my friend um Maje, who's a local rapper here like we recorded a music video a couple months back um so definitely watch out for that really nice. excited for that to come out um i plan on recording an album in the near future hopefully as soon as i can get back to out there and yeah, just more performances as things start to open up. Like I plan on performing at Pride this year, um, mm. a few other summer festivals related to that. Mm. Um, those are my immediate plans. I'm really excited to get back out there now that things are finally sort of going back to normal. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, slowly. yeah. Um, okay, okay. I- I'm going to play out the episode with them because obviously I love this song. But... I, I wanted to read some of James Blunt's tweets because, you know, I wasn't messing around. He says the dandest things on Twitter. <laughs> so, um, like, there's a post that he says, what's James, Blunt, uh, what's James Blunt up to? And his reply, my nuts. <laughs> oh, my God. James Blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So crude. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> So then someone's like, I can't believe I have a friend who unironically likes James Blunt and finds jeans comfortable. And James Blunt goes, I can't believe you have a friend either. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. 
had no idea that he was such a prominent Twitter figure. Yeah, I'm like, it, it, it has a check mark. So it has to be really this person or someone is playing. I don't know. Anyway, the other one is Kmart is playing James Blunt. Do they not want customers? His answer, no, they just don't want you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, Jay, thanks so much for coming to the sanctuary. It's always great talking to you. And, and uh, you know, I can't wait to yes. hear what you're going to come up with next. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. We'll have to do this again sometime. <laughs> <laughs>